What's up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 246 of Strong the Iron Will Way, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. Uh, I think this will be a short one today, but I just uh, had this thought. Uh, I think it was last night, uh, and I thought it was worth uh, kind of sharing. So my uh, son is eight, and when he was, I don't know, a year or two old or something, maybe even younger than that, we went to the doctor and they did, you know, they measure them, they weigh them, they give you the percent percentile that they're in and all that crap. And I remember they said he's in the blah, blah, you know, pretty high percentile for height and weight, and he would probably grow up to be like six feet tall and the doctor gave some kind of estimate like oh i could see him being uh six foot tall and 210 pounds or some i mean god only knows how i could imagine that like okay depending on what i feed him uh if i start him training at 13 uh, blah 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 right but either way they said he would be six feet tall and i remember my wife came home and told me that i remember thinking like holy shit how awesome right like this kid's gonna be six feet tall like and all i could think about was i mean and you guys that know me in person i'm five six and a half on a good day with the right shoes on right so i remember thinking fuck dude like this kid is golden if he's gonna be six feet tall like can you imagine what my life would have been like if i was six feet tall i mean i had to get through at five six fuck if i was six feet i'd have the world and then it also got me thinking, though, and my wife and I were kind of joking around about it. Um, and she's kind of like, oh, we still managed to still manage to pull me even at five, six. And we were like joking. But I thought about it for a bit. And then in, in all seriousness, I thought if I had been kind of gifted size and strength, which I was not, um, you know, let's say I was naturally six feet tall or, or over and naturally 220 pounds um, and played sports in high school and college and you know grade school and all that crap uh, I probably would have never needed to discover strength training and bodybuilding like I did um, I never would have uh, I would not be any part of who I am right now if all that shit had been handed to me genetically because uh, because I was a small kid, wanted to be bigger, wanted to be stronger, uh, I became obsessed with muscle building and bodybuilding and learned a lot about it. And, you know, voila, 30 years later, this is my career. Um, and had that been handed to me, I would have none of this. Who don't? God only knows what I would be doing. So uh, it just gave me pause to think about how often we are kind of envious of other people who are given these gifts that we wish we had. But yet, uh, over time, you know, the, the person that you become would be very different with those things and, and maybe not uh, in a good way. So I, I think this ties into something similar. Um, I remember once we posted a picture from the Iron Legion of a woman deadlifting uh, and she's a bigger girl and she's very strong and uh, some random troll made a comment about like uh, I wouldn't want to look like that or why would someone want to lift weights and look like that and 
very ignorant comment, of course. Uh, but it, what I realized during that moment is that what people are kind of clueless about is everybody is very, very different genetically. Uh, we're all humans, but there is a wide range of genetics in in the human race, right? And if you would look, I mean, this is a silly correlation but or parallel, but you'll, you'll get what I'm saying. There are, you know, there are people that are just kind of born bigger and stronger, uh, men and women. So that could be any part of the above. That could mean bigger thicker more dense bones right i mean we always joke about being big boned but there is a big difference if you look at the ankles knees wrists elbows of certain people i mean i've seen you know three men standing side by side the same age and have i mean one guy's knees and ankles are double the size of the other guys so clearly that guy is going to have a better probably be a little bit stronger genetically than the guy with ankles and knees half that size but at the same time the guy with the big heavy bones and knees is probably not going to be um super late on his feet in a sprint or um not going to be really cut out to be an endurance runner right um the smaller guy might not be cut out to be a power lifter or a strong man but he might be able to run uh, like the wind and kind of bounce on his toes like those kind of runners do right so you see someone who's big and heavy trying to run versus one of these guys that looks like they have bird bones uh, it's totally different and what i think the key in success and or even enjoyment out of the different physical activities we choose whether it's lifting basketball baseball running whatever the people who find the most success and satisfaction have matched their kind of body type genetics with that activity right so when this person makes the comment like oh i wouldn't want to lift weights and look like that what they're not understanding is the person who's lifting weights already looked like that but she's found something that she's really good at which is strength training and she's maximizing her potential in that world right so you think about it uh with dogs right you got a i don't know how many you know different types of dogs but i've seen some pit bulls that are more muscular than pro bodybuilders legitimately like i saw a pit bull at the dog park once when my pup my dog was a puppy i could not believe this thing shredded muscular i literally was watching it wondering like, what are they feeding that dog? How is that even possible? I, I even thought they might have the dog on steroids. <laughs> I've never seen such a thing. Um, and then my dog is a lab pit bull mix. I'd say he's very athletic looking, uh, but not muscular. You don't see any bulging muscles. Um, but he's definitely like big chest, small waist, right? Then you have uh, the golden retriever next door that's just kind of soft and fluffy and then you see some uh, poodles right and then you see all different shapes now you could feasibly uh take my dog let's say and get him on some super duper diet uh get him uh running hills and dragging sleds and doing whatever you can make a dog do and he'd probably get a tiny bit more muscular all right um, you could probably run a golden retriever into the ground and lean him out a little bit but if, if for the most part they look like they're going to look. Um, and human beings have an ability to change that much more than any other animal species that I'm aware of, right? Because we have the tools 
and the technology, and I guess maybe our genes are a little different, but you know, you can take a small guy and get him to be a lot bigger. You can take a bigger person and get him to be a bit smaller. Um, but generally speaking, you're going to have your basic genetic framework and have some room on either way to adjust it. Um, but you're never going to, I mean, we, we joke around all the time, you know, Greg, Greg Panora was bigger than I am now when he was in, you know, 16 and stronger than I am now when he was 16. So I could never, no matter what training program, what diet program, what performance enhancement program I decided to do, I could never ever be that big or that strong. It's just the way it is. So I can get much bigger and much stronger than I was, right? But I can never compete against someone who's been given those kind of gifts. And this happens in every every sport, every arena. So um, it would make me insane to think that I could do it and then constantly be disappointed. So there's an acceptance there of understanding kind of what your genetic limits are, but also knowing that we can push those quite a bit and proceed in either direction that we want. But I think it's important to recognize where you're at and know what you'd be good at and what will be just a, a lifetime of frustration and then spend your time, you know, doing the things that you're going to be um, cut out to do pretty well. Um, so if you're, again, if you're smaller and lighter and think you'd be good at running, maybe that's the way to do it. If you're a big person and, and you feel actually pretty strong and maybe powerlifting is the thing. Um, but to be happy, I think it's about finding which which one uh, works for you. So back to the initial uh, topic, I think those things tie in together, right? Rather than spending a whole lot of time uh, being frustrated with what we were given or not given, um, I think we need to look at the advantages to what we've been given. And, and even in times of uh, what would seem like extreme hardship or challenges, uh, the people that win at life turn those things around and make them a positive. So I'm thinking about, I remember specifically, uh, I started following a bunch of powerlifters online and there was one guy, uh, I forget his first name, something, I think it's Casey, Casey Mitchell, uh, is a powerlifter and really cool dude, had tons of followers, um, lots of, you know, sponsors and support and very strong dude. But what's set him apart because there's lots of very cool, very strong powerlifters who don't have huge followings, who don't have a big fan base, who don't have sponsorships. Well, what set Casey apart is he's a military veteran and he has uh, one leg. So he's got a prosthetic leg and he's still deadlifting 600 plus pounds and he's an inspiration to lots of people. And I remember thinking in a weird way, this guy has an advantage now in a platform because of the one leg, right? If he had two legs and he was just a regular old power lifter, um, maybe nobody would pay attention to him. But because he's got this special uh, case, he he has more potential to get sponsorships uh, and impact people because he has a big following. So just an example of how, you know, he took that situation and turned it into a positive where he could just be sitting around uh, depressed that he has only one leg and that he could never be what he thought he was going to be, whether I don't even know if he was into powerlifting before the accident, to be honest, but you could imagine he might be sitting around wallowing about all the things he can't do and could have done 
had this accident not happened, but instead he's turning it into a positive and using it and, uh, and getting some advantages about it. So we, we see that in, um, you know, the entrepreneur world as well, where some of the most, most of the most successful business people, uh, they call it the immigrant edge, uh, people that have come from other countries and really struggled have really learned how to be smart with money, how to make really good business deals. Um, and they tend to be really successful at business. They really know how to work hard and grind. And uh, people that maybe have grown up here with more opportunities, more money, more funding, uh, they haven't always learned how to work hard. They haven't always learned how to manage limited capital. They haven't learned how to leverage their time or, or be efficient. So they sometimes are less successful than the people that were less fortunate. Um, and I remember I used to struggle with that a lot. You know, I'd see people that were kind of handed businesses and think, oh, my God, what if I had that kind of budget to grow the gym? I've been doing it, um, you know, on a week-to-week basis. Like, if we make enough money, I can buy some more equipment. If we make enough money, I can open another space. Never had a big investment to be able to just buy whatever I wanted. You know, we've always bought equipment that would suffice but not the high-end stuff. We would always shop around and look on Craigslist and wait for New Year's Day deals and all kinds of stuff. But that that process, I think, made us uh, good at what we do and savvy and be prepared for when there's times of financially challenging times. We know how to manage um, with a limited budget. And I might not have ever learned that had I been given a $50,000 um, you know, loan up front to play with. Um, so I think you can just learn uh, a lot about yourself and who you are now and take a look at all of what you might have perceived as a disadvantage and think about how they might have those things might have benefited you in some way helped you become who you are and how you can continue to kind of leverage that to be even better Uh, last example i had a, a young woman approach me recently who was really interested in becoming a personal trainer and uh, when she was talking to me, she doesn't have the body that you would typically associate with a personal trainer, right? And I could tell that she was having a hard time with that fact. Like, I want to do this, but I don't necessarily look like most personal trainers. And we talked for a while, and she's very passionate. She's very knowledgeable. I know that she will be able to do it and be successful. Um, she's on her own like body transformation journey at the moment. And again, um, I know that she's already improved so much and she will continue to improve, but she may never be at the point where she's imagining most, you know, quote unquote, personal trainers are. A lot of personal trainers are genetically gifted in their physiques um, and they don't have to work very hard to be to look like that, to be honest. Uh, other people are not so lucky. Um, somebody even close to her family had made a comment about, um, you know, people not wanting an overweight personal trainer. And... Uh, these type of things are hard and that could easily dash her spirits and have her give up on her dream of helping people and being a trainer. But I, I looked at it a different way. I said, well, I think of it as, you know, let's say me, uh, I personally have never been overweight. Um, I've, I'm compared to most people probably am genetically gifted, right? Again, I'm not gifted like, uh, Greg Panora or a high level powerlifter athlete or an endurance athlete, but, um, you know, I always had a, pretty decent physique naturally even before I started lifting and a lot of people don't have that so uh, I don't know what it's like to be overweight I don't 80% of our personal training clients are women 
Um, I don't know what it's like to be a woman. I don't know what it's like to be an overweight woman, for sure. I don't know what it's like to struggle with eating disorders and things of that nature. I've been able to learn about it and help people with it because I've got a lot of experience. And I've listened a lot and I've asked a lot of questions and I've tried to learn, but I haven't walked in those shoes. Um, She has. She is, right? So I said, I think you have potential to be an even better personal trainer than me, for example, because you can relate to... Uh, the woman who's afraid to go to the gym. You can relate to the guy who doesn't even want to walk in on his first day because he's self-conscious about his body. You can relate to the struggles with eating and body dysmorphia. Um, you, that's a gift. Think about how a huge part of being a successful trainer is being able to relate to people and being the, uh, having people know that you understand where they're coming from. How, how, how great is that for her? Um, So all she has to do is add the knowledge, the experience, get comfortable with who she is. But that's a, I really do believe, a real advantage for her um, if she can manage that mindset properly and continue to turn that, what she thinks is a negative, into a positive. So I think that's a really good example of sometimes you feel like, oh, this would be so much easier if I was given this, that, or the other thing. But in fact, because you weren't given those things, you have to learn and push harder and work harder. And that will ultimately be the skill that uh, takes you to the next level and, and will ultimately be an advantage over the person that was gifted all those things. Hope that makes sense. It wasn't as short as I thought it would be. It turned out uh, I had a lot more to say than I thought. And um, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.